This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. After two years of nonstop media adulation, Tony Fauci has morphed into an even shorter version of Benito Mussolini. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. <laughs> News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. He's, he says a short, Fauci's a shorter version of Mussolini. Would that make him il douchey? <laughs> anyway, 210-599-5555. Six minutes after nine, uh, according to MSNBC, world is on, the world is on high alert over new, uh, unicorn variant there. Or uh, Mandacorian variant, uh, variant, uh, whatever the hell they're calling it, and and the world is not on high alert. Well, you know, uh, people are concerned, but one thing you're not hearing, we have to keep repeating it because you're not hearing this on MSNBC or CNN or any of the uh, standard uh, uh, standard uh, news outlets that the the physicians, especially in South Africa, the doctor who is handling most of these cases, is saying. Well, yeah, it's more transmissible, but it's weak. You don't get nearly, you know, the the same symptoms you would have gotten with the original COVID or some of the other variants. It's more like a cold. Start talking about spike proteins, and the more spike proteins these things have, the weaker they become. David Van Camp said it yesterday on Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins that this is this is the variant that we want to be dominant. You know. So we now have Corona Light. We have Corona Light. That's right. It's Corona Light. <laughs> that took me a second to get because nobody calls it Corona anymore. But you're right. It is. It is Corona Light. So uh, I'm not on high alert. You know, I'm not even high. So I, uh, I, I you know, I'm not worried about it. I'm just not worried about it. Are you worried about it? Are you going to get a booster? You going to get a booster? You going to get a little booster in your butt? Um, <laughs> I, that's one thing I want, you know, next time, if I do have to get a shot, I, a doctor doesn't said anything about me having to get a shot or a boost or anything like that. But would, would it be funny if like people get their boosters, if they would insist you get it in the ass <laughs> just to be a jerk, you know what I mean? Is that because they told you both times? No, it goes in your arm. <laughs> but wouldn't it be funny though to say that? Just Put to your say pants it. back on, please. Just, all right, there we go. <laughs> just take the drop trowel right there in the doctor's office. Or even better at the HEB, and then, uh, sir. And, oh, the left one. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Right there in the butt. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Now I'm on. I'm on uh, blood thinner, so you can't do it in the arm anymore. So go ahead. Right there in the butt cheek. Come on. Come on. Looks. Give, give it a couple of slaps. I might get a booster just to do it. Just to be that guy. <laughs> a couple of slaps. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on let's now. go. Boost me, baby. Boost me. <laughs> anyway, two, this is how my mind works. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Right there next to the magazine rack, you know. Nah, some old broads getting her blood pressure checked, and I got my ass hanging out at the HEB pharmacy. But I'm I'm really not uh, I'm really not interested in any more shots. I'm I'm not worried about it. Uh, I I think. This progression is a good is a good development, actually. But maybe you think differently. Uh, if you do, give us a call, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Come on, i got to buy some cat food. I'm on the move, man. Um, Chris Cuomo, well, wow. You know, let's just kind of talk about that for a second. Um, it, it's come out now through the New York Attorney General, Letitia James, uh, the texts have been discovered uh, between between uh, Chris Cuomo and uh, uh, Melissa De Rosa, who is who was Cuomo's top aide, right? That he would look in, he would look into, uh, he would use his sources to look into some of these women that were accusing Cuomo of, you know, assault 
and uh, pretty bad behavior. Um, you know, if that's true, because he first off he did lie on the air when he said that he never he he didn't he wasn't working with his brother's team at all, and we know that's not true. Okay, we already know that. No, that he wrote statements for for uh, Cuomo, Governor Cuomo. He offered advice. He certainly did. And so when he went on the air and said he wasn't doing that, he was full of crap. Right? Uh, well, you know, this, so, you know, full of crap, okay. Um, it, with a guy like Cuomo, you know, me, there's no question as to what I do for a living. I am not a journalist. I never have been a journalist. Well, I was a news director for a little while, but I kind of sucked at it. Um, I'm I'm an opinion guy, so... I don't have to uh, abide by anything resembling a journalistic ethic. I, I tend to make sure that what I'm saying is the truth uh, because I, I don't want to be called out on bull crap. I don't like the bull crap on the air. So in order to keep my opinions uh, as honest as possible, I kind of got to know what I'm talking about to a certain extent, okay? But when it comes to pure journalistic ethics... Uh, no, I, 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 the journalistic ethic is you don't allow your own personal biases or opinions to enter into your reporting. Okay. Very few journalists at Chris Cuomo's level actually do that anymore. Chris Cuomo himself, though, in my opinion, is more of a, an opinion guy. He's a, more of a commentator than a pure journalist. Uh, same thing with Don Lemo. You know, they're not they're not reporting the news as such as giving their thoughts on the news. So as far as being full of crap, you know, about helping his brother and even if he'd have come out, I think if he'd have just come out and said, yeah, I was helping my brother. okay, that'd be a different story. Uh, I think he'd be cool then, because, again, I do see him more as an opinion guy than a pure journalist. Um, I would have fired his ass, though, when he went on the air and lied about it. Okay. Because that does cut into the credibility of not only his show, but CNN in general. Not that they have a whole hell of a lot of credibility at this point. But, and there's always a but, because I'm sitting on one. Uh, When you use your media sources to attempt to come up with dirt on the accusers of your brother, that's a whole different ballgame, man. In my in my opinion, that's the bad one. That's the biggie. If he was trying to, because that's the only reason he would be using his quote sources to find out stuff about these accusers. He wasn't using his sources to find out what good people they were. He was looking into their backgrounds with his sources to dig up stuff that his brother could then use against them. That's a big bozo no no. He should once that came out, he shouldn't have been on the air one more day. But, you know, it's it is CNN. They put out a half ass statement about how, you know, we're gonna investigate this and we look into it and see what happens and then probably won't do anything. They said they'll decide his fate in the next few days, but you know. I don't know. We'll we'll see. Uh it, it do I care one way or the other if he stays or goes? Not really. I just I do care in the sense that People start have to start giving pushback to these jerks. They need to, they need, you know, they need to. We we need to give some pushback to the to the media in this country who are routinely full of crap, who routinely lie to you and me, and they are journalists. At least they claim to be. I just snorted on the air. I'm sorry. No, I just talked about it, which you're never supposed to do, because then you're highlighting the thing you just did that you didn't want people to know that you did. But then I just did it. I did it again. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. If you have any comments on on that, or if you have any comments on the new variant, the uh, the uh, unicorn vi- variant or whatever the hell, Omnicon, Crom, whatever the hell, I, I don't care. <laughs> are you worried? Are you going to get a booster? You going to get a booster shot? Or is this you know besetting your mind? Uh, let me know. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Also, and this may shock you. This may shock you. Um, apparently, Marilyn Manson is a weirdo. And possibly a sex offender. So we'll talk about that as well. 
San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back 22 minutes after 9 on News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. How are you? Talking about the variant. Talking about what a schmuck Chris Cuomo is. Here's John. John, how are you? I'm great, Sean. How you doing? Not too bad, man. What's what's new and exciting? Well, the the Omicron variant has me concerned. Not so much about the variant. I don't think that's scary at all. But that we seem to have forgotten that we never cured the common cold. Right. We never cured the flu because these viruses mutate, and any any cure we come up with won't defeat the next mutation. Right. It seems like we just forgot about that and decided that we could, you know, defy science. It's. I don't know where everyone's head's at on this, but I'm suspect it's between their legs. <laughs> I agree. This is probably the best variant to have. So you know, uh, I, I, and I appreciate the call. You know, there's, it's not realistic to think we're going to get rid of it totally. That's never coming back. Uh, oh, I was going to talk to Bob, but he hung up. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Oh, I just realized something too. That I, I, oh man, in a few minutes, I, I go down the hall to ESPN and hang out with Rob Tom, Thompson and, uh, and, and Rudy J. And I just realized, Chris, that I, and Don will remember this too. I posted something from your memories on Face Puke. And it was five years ago today that somebody left in, in the, in the, in the, the lounge there, the kitchen area. Somebody. Oh, somebody left the chicken. Yeah. The chicken. The untouched. It was a piece of chick fried chicken. chicken that was there, and I was hungry, and it was just looking all beautiful. But I didn't want to take a whole. I didn't want to eat the whole thing. This is such bad. This is such bad stuff to admit to, but it's it's true. It absolutely happened. And I thought there was a goober of batter just kind of hanging off the thing, mm-hmm. and I thought I could just kind of flick it off. And nobody would know it was ever there, mm-hmm. and then eat that little booger of batter. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I pulled it off and actually took a piece of the chicken with it. <laughs> I left it there. So I, it I looks like somebody had taken a bite out of the piece of chicken. I didn't take a bite out of it. I just grabbed a piece, like. and I think it was Rob. Oh, so yeah, of all people to talk to about it five years later on the air. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to have to own up to it because he's probably seen this damn post. And I think it was him as he was walking down the hallway, shaking his head, going, gross, man, that's just gross. Saying stuff he couldn't say on the air. Couldn't say on the air. Right. And so I think I'll just go in there and fess up. Hey, Rob, you remember five years ago? That piece of chicken? That that was me. That was me, bro. Yeah. (laughs) And you know what would be the kicker? Because if he looked at you, he said, I remember about, you know, Five years ago, mm-hmm. that was me who ate your tamales. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody did take my tamales. I bet it was Rob. Freaking Rob took my tamales because of the chicken incident. Why don't you go down there, go down to the studio, stand up on a chair, and tell Rob to his face. <laughs> stand on a chair. He's a big dude. <laughs> What's funny is they're probably pro- promoing this segment now because oh, he God. saw your post. And he's probably thinks he's, he's going to like sandbag me when I get in there. Right. And I'm not going to want to expect that he's going to bring it up. But I'm already prepared, Chris. I'm already prepared. But did you bring a peace offering of another no. <laughs> chicken breast? No. A piece of chicken? Yeah. Well, I didn't see it until I got in here. So I couldn't either. I had no way to get some free, some chicken from him, for him. But uh, I will. Uh, in that post, I even refer to myself as Chicken Hitler. So I'm. <laughs> So I'm going to man up, I'm going to cowboy up and go in there and say, yeah, that was me. Mm-hmm. You want to make something of it? <laughs> like, he's going to want to smack around a slow-moving, fat, middle-aged man like me. <laughs> this diverticulitis is kicking my ass. I can barely make it down the hall. Well, you know, here's what's going to happen. You're going to say that, and as he stands up to kick your ass, you're going to say, I've got a condition! I've got a condition, ah! Rob. Just a bad stare will kill me, man. <laughs> So anyway, well, right outside the studio is the camera. No, that's true. That's pretty bad office behavior, isn't it? I guess. 
It's the worst. Taking off a piece of chicken batter from a piece of chicken sitting there. I mean, I've been working in offices for a long time. <laughs> it's radio, That's man. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Are you serious? Yeah. People forage in radio, man. You, you don't get... leave stuff lying around in radio, man. If you were to get beaten, people might actually understand. God. It's like taking a bite out of a donut and putting it back in the box. I've seen that happen, too. <sighs> Only one in half. Maybe I'll just stay on the air and not go down there. I'll just keep talking. We'll double up the next break. Are you afraid? No. Two one zero five. Am I an mm-hmm. awful person? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It it does look some, like somebody because I got the picture right there. It looks like somebody took a bite out of it. It does. It does. That's what I thought had happened. I don't know if that was Chris. Did you take that picture or did I take that picture? Because there's, a, it was. Oh, I must have taken a picture to record my own crime. The food police took that picture, sitting there next to a half-eaten Rob Jimmy it. John's, huh? Rob took the picture. No, he didn't, did he? Oh God, I gotta go down there now, don't I? All right, News Talk Five Fifty KTSA FM One Zero Seven One. It's nine thirty-seven. And just as a follow-up, I'm not going to spend the whole day talking about this, but I just confessed to Rob Thompson about the chicken incident. And Chris, he did remember all these many years, five years ago today. 210-599-5555, 210 599 Let's see. Uh, I want to. Th- this is uh, uh, great news. You know, everybody's doom and gloom about this. New variant, right? MSNBC is is got wall to wall coverage practically. The world's on alert. Fauci's out there saying this is going to be awful. We may require, uh, you know, additional lockdowns and stuff. And yet, uh, if you look at these stats out of Florida, where uh, they basically uh, no mandates, right? Uh, they went off lockdown pretty, pretty, pretty quickly, and they went back to uh, uh, business as usual. Uh, this was updated yesterday. Florida is has three cases of COVID per one hundred thousand. It's the lowest rate in the nation. That is down from six cases per one hundred thousand as of last Friday. Okay, they have the lowest infection rate of any and the lowest hospitalization rate as well and yet uh, no lockdowns no mandates on masks or vaccines or any of that stuff hmm and their economy's doing really great same is pretty much true of texas and yet where do you have the highest infection rates uh well let's see in democratically run michigan They've got a daily average of 8,457 cases, or 85 per 100,000. That represents, and this is from the uh, Breitbart article, that represents a 59% increase over the last two weeks. Democrat-run New York uh, and Democrat-run Pennsylvania uh, also reporting some of the highest daily case rates in the nation. Why is that? <laughs> Why do you think that is? Ron DeSantis uh, tweeted yesterday, in October, Florida created an, another 44,000 private sector jobs, and unemployment continued to decline. Our state's economy is growing faster than the, than the nation because we keep our businesses open and push back against heavy-handed mandates. He's right. So the states that you know didn't lose their S and uh didn't go on massive lockdowns and didn't install uh you know uh draconian mandates on on vaccinations and and masks and all that happy crap and where you can go and where you can't go has one of the best economies in the country and one of the lowest covid rates in the country why do you think that is why do you think that is see i still believe that had we just uh, you know, maybe gone through the two-week thing. Remember originally it was going to be two weeks to flatten the curve? If we'd have just gone with the two-week thingy at the very beginning and then went back to business, I think herd immunity would have kicked in a lot quicker 
And I think the whole country would be Florida right now, and the whole country would be Texas right now. But, uh, of course, that didn't happen. What do you think? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Here's Alex. Alex, how you doing? Rima. Hey. 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 <laughs> I'm, tra- I'm saying hello from Hondo, the sprawling metropolis of Hondo, Texas. Hondo, wow. But, yeah, pretty cool little town, too. Oh, and I've been there. Uh, it's a great town. Yep. So, empirical evidence. I keep hearing all these lefties talking about following the science. Right. Follow the science. But I don't see any of them following the science. Okay? <laughs> Odd you that. Just, you just gave us some science. Okay? 100,000 people, three cases out of 100,000. That's empirical evidence. Right. Okay. Herd immunity. Okay. They act like it doesn't exist. That's science. Okay. I listened to I, I listened to a scientist last night on the radio talking about how idiotic all of this is. Mm. And yet every every lefty I know, it's like it doesn't exist. Yeah. Reality changes depending on the political party that you're a part of. I'm not a Republican. Right. I'm an independent patriot, and I am so. I just got offered a trip. It's kind of a big to do with my company. Right. To Florida in January for for a big training deal. I'm not going. You know why I'm not going? Because what? they want me to wear a mask on the freaking plane, <laughs> and I'm not going to do it. Okay. Right. These guys are idiots. I, you know, when, when people start standing up and saying, no, this is stupid, I'm not doing it, that's when this stuff will start to change. That's kind of where I am right now, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I'm, I'm done with it all. And you're right, more people have to stand up. I, 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 but you know what, dude? I still see, see people in their cars with the mask on, and they're all alone. Uh, you know, I, I, dude, I, those I people standing, are... I see the kids. I see kids in my neighborhood waiting for the bus, standing on the corner, by themselves with masks on. Oh yeah, I've seen that too. Are you serious? It's yeah. crazy. I mean, it's like really. How much? Sometimes I just want to stop somebody in a store or wherever and just turn around and ask them, "What do you really think that is doing?" For you? Right, right. But I don't. I don't because I'm. I don't want to be confrontational. But no. it really does. It, it's like. Where do you get this thinking from, people? Exactly. Well, it, but, but see with that. Cr- but see with that crowd who are largely liberal Democrats, if the right person says it to them, that's gospel. They don't question it. They don't think any more about it. If the right person says it, if Fauci says it, then that's all they need to hear. And, oh, and uh, that, dude, that dude needs to be in frickin' jail. Yes, he that does. That guy has got crimes against humanity pending. Absolutely. Okay? I got to run, Alex. Man, thank you for the call, brother. See you, brother. Have a good day out there in Hondo. Here's Bob. Bob, how you doing? Hey, Sean, how are you doing this morning? I just want to tell you that I really appreciate you getting on air and saying what I think. <laughs> That's my job, Bob. That's what I do. Good good Lord, I'd like to sit here and, and, and tell you what I'm uh, upset over, just like you, but we'd be here two or three hours. So, uh, <laughs> I, I just want you to know that, that there's a whole bunch of us out here appreciating you on the radio. You're not you're not bashful to say what we think. <laughs> Thank you, man. That means everything to me. I appreciate that. Okay, that's all, that's all I needed to say. Thank you so much. Thank you, brother. You have a good week. <laughs> bye bye. Cool. Getting some Sean love here, man. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Richard, hang on. Yesterday was Cyber Monday. Yesterday was Cyber Monday. Anybody buy anything on Cyber Monday? Did you buy anything on Cyber Monday? You didn't buy anything on Cyber Monday? I already know Don didn't buy anything on Cyber Monday. All I bought was a couple of my own damn books. But my own books. Well, I was out of copies. In fact, that's mostly what I buy online right now is my own damn books. You self-cybered? I self-cybered. That can make you go blind, according to my mom. My mom. Go <laughs> hair on the ends of your fingers. No. I self-cybered. Yeah, well, I see, because I, I don't have a... It, it's, I, I publish on demand. 
Right. It's a form of indie publishing where they don't print up a copy until somebody orders a copy. So I always have to, I always make sure I have one or two copies of my big poetry book mm-hmm. in case I want to give it to somebody. And then when I give it away, I always like to have a copy, so I order myself one. So that's what I did yesterday. And also I'm, I'm working on a new book, and uh, the cool thing is I can order that and kind of see what it looks in book form as I go through it, you know? So sure. that's cool. Now, so, you were telling us a few weeks ago you received a, a large royalty check for your book of poems. Twelve dollars. Yeah. Twelve bucks. So you had to restock yourself. I restocked myself, which can also make you go blind. <laughs> don't, don't, throw you, don't throw your back out. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like exciting stuff? Kind of. <laughs> That's how I spent Cyber Monday. So of all the things that are available for purchase on Amazon, right? you bought copies of your own book. This, this is true. Because right. I always make sure I have a copy for myself mm-hmm. so I can look at my heartbreaking, tragic, brilliant poetry. And weep a, a small tear of pride. And be able to share. And be able to share. Actually, I'm still looking for mistakes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I always find him, man. All right, let's go to Richard here. Richard, how are you? Hey, great, Hi. John, great. And I just want to let you know, when you see some of us wearing masks at Walmart or the gas station or something, it's not voluntary for some of us. It's... Completely involuntary, but back in the spring, my wife was fully vaxxed, and she was on my butt constantly. And I'm, I'm part of the unwashed, unclean, unvaxxed, okay? You're not vaxxed, so, right. Uh, so uh, I made the deal with her. If I go to town, go to the store or something, I will wear a mask in the store. And I and that people see me. Of course, it's a Trump twenty twenty mask, but that's the fact. <laughs> so you you made a dealio with the wife, is what you did. That's it. That's it. And she, she's lived up to her end, so I'm living up to mine. Well, that's and called compromise, man. That's called compromise. That's how it's supposed to work. That's beautiful. I know. It. I, it only took, took me forty eight years to learn that. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you know, it's weird though. I, the people that, that I kind of go, hmm. Are the people who are alone in their cars, and they still got masks on? Uh, we had a caller last hour mention. Uh, uh, Alex mentioned seeing, you know, kids wearing a mask standing at the bus stop all by themselves. You know, that's a true believer. Somebody who's doing that is a true believer. That's somebody who who's bought the bullcrap, basically. Uh, I, and I'm sure they're out there, but I, I'm not one of them. But. I, I like peace in the homestead, you know? I understand. Happy wife, happy life. I that got you, man. All right, man. You have a good one, Sean. You too, Richard. We'll see you later, man. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Oh, and just one more thing about the about Chicken Gate. Okay, remember I, I, I confessed that uh, what well, came up on my memories that five years ago there was a piece of fried chicken sitting in the in the kitchen there. This was back when I was still doing nights. And I tried to remove a piece of batter from the chicken, and it took, you know, a big chunk of the chicken with it. So it looked like somebody had taken a bite out of the chicken and just put it back. And, Chris, I was commenting that on that plate there was also what looked to be half a Jimmy John's sandwich. Well, it wasn't a sandwich. I just realized that was a pickle. That was my pickle, my Jimmy John's pickle. And after I realized what i had done with the chicken i put the pickle on the plate as some kind of offering like hey this pickle will make it better you offered up your pickle i offered up my pickle to make things better some type of unusual sacrifice so you took took a chunk and left your pickle <laughs> took a chunk and left my took a piece and left my pickle <laughs> <laughs> Like, like Rob was going to walk back and go, oh, it's okay, because somebody put a pickle there. Who took the, oh, wait, they left the pickle. That's nice. Not oh, a nice man. big pickle. Well, you know, <laughs> in my mind at that moment, I thought that would work. but Yeah, I went from bleep, 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 bleep. oh, at least there's a pickle. At least oh. there's a pickle. Rima is I can't a, be- he's a Vlasic. I can't, I can't believe he remembered that, because I went down there to ESPN and I confessed to Rob. I said, do you remember five years ago a piece of chicken sitting out there in the kitchen? It looked like somebody had taken a bite out of it. He goes, 
Yeah, actually, I do. It was gross. I'm like, that was me. <laughs> It was me. <laughs> that was me. I am Chicken Hitler. Was that news to him, or was he aware? Of the no, he had no idea. Wow, really? He had no and idea we for all five knew. years. Everybody's known. And I told him, I said, I've been talking about it on the radio for five years. Like, I had no idea. <laughs> but he remembered it. <laughs> so that means he went around talking to people about it. Man, you'll never believe it's like, you know, radio. Somebody took a bite out of a piece of chicken and just left it there. Man, that's just ignorant. It's just ignorant and gross. And all the time, it was and, about me. And they, and they left a pickle. And they left a pickle. Is it that made a difference? Who leaves their pickle lying around like that? Who just leaves their pickle lying around like that? All exposed. And- <laughs> out there in the open for everyone to see. <laughs> pickle just out there in the open. Here we go again. Okay. So that's been solved. I, I fessed up. I didn't fess up about my pickle, but no. Go back in and say, talk. "Yeah, I'm the gherkin jerk too." <laughs> I'm like, hey, hey, Rob, let me tell you about my pickle. It's a gherkin, baby. It ain't no damn butter chip. Okay. <laughs> Is this hour over yet? <laughs> Please. Please make it end. I'll be back. (laughs) I uh, I encourage everyone to uh, wear a mask when they're indoors in a crowded circumstance like we are right now. Um, And unless you're eating or speaking at a microphone. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550, KTSA, how are you? Hour number two. I didn't mean for that to rhyme. Uh, the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. And uh, we're talking about a few different things. We're talking about this new variant. Omnicon or whatever the hell it is, Om- Omnicorn, Unicorn, Mandacor- Mandalorian, I-, I don't know what it's called. I don't care. It's a very weak strain of, of the COVIDs, and, uh, which means the herd immunity is, is helping, is working. Uh, this is how these things evolve. Uh, it's not ever going to go away. But the idea is that, uh, you know, you, you, it becomes in such a weakened state that it becomes, you know, basically like a cold. You're not hearing that from a lot of elite media uh, outlets. You're hearing quite the opposite, that the world is bracing. Brace! That little weenie uh, Fauci is out there talking about more possible more lockdowns. Buddy, you ought to be worried about keeping your ass out of jail. Because I think you're guilty of crimes against humanity and lying under oath. So we've been talking about that. How do you feel about them apples? Uh, are you worried about it? Is it freaking you out? And then we'll talk about some other things uh, coming up. Uh, here's Samantha. Samantha, how are you? Hi, Sean. I'm doing great. What's new and exciting? How are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. Well, I heard another call, caller call in to discuss the children that are at bus stops with masks, and you see them standing there with masks. And my son is one of those, and I always tell him, you don't have to wear your mask. He actually leaves the house wearing his mask just because it's easier for him to put it on. Right. Because once the bus driver opens the bus, they, he says that the, the bus drivers, even the teachers at the schools where masks aren't even required, get after them if they're not wearing masks. Really, and so they create this fear in children or this disapproval in children if they're not wearing their mask. See, I think that's um, really crazy. See them? Yes, I agree. I agree, and I just don't know what to do. I completely disagree. I've told my son, you don't have to wear your mask. You're not obligated. It's not required. Right. And he says he doesn't want to be the lone wolf. Of course, he doesn't See, want to be left out. And when he they don't have the mask, that the teachers tell them, put your mask on, put your mask on, in a very um, disregarding kind of way. So he, in order to stay out of trouble, he just does, wears it to go along with the rules. Well, which that I think sucks. Really wrong. That is wrong because you're right. playing on the psychology of a kid, man. You know, exactly, with your adult exactly. bullcrap. 
Mm-hmm. And this is my middle school child, and it, it's the middle schools and elementary children that are um, that this is happening to mostly. Ugh. I have an older son in high school, and the high school kids, they really don't care. I mean, they're all against going against authority for most part anyway. Right, so right. They're not wearing their mask. There's no there's no disapproval of a teacher that can make them wear a mask. They, they're already free. But right. I, I feel that, I mean, the one day that they tell them, okay, the mask can be gone, there's going to be this sense of anxiety in the in, Probably. In our kids. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's being developed in them young, and so it's something that'll right. carry with them because their their personalities are developing, their minds are still growing, and a lot of that stuff right. that happens when you're at that age, elementary and middle school, kind of stamps itself on who you are for the rest of your life. So exactly. I think that sucks, I man. Oh, I, I, I thank you so much, Samantha. I agree. Thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> you Bye. too. You know, and that's the crap about the public education system right now. Is that the forces of evil know that if you if you can get this stuff into a kid's head young enough, it's going to be there for a while, if not forever. And you know I, I've seen it with young people. I've, I've seen it with young people who hold certain opinions, like like things like climate change. Okay, climate change has been around uh, in the public education system for about as old as my daughter is, and she pretty much absolutely believes in it. That that that's everything that that is being claimed is real, because she's been hearing about it since she was in elementary school. Same thing with this stuff with this mass crap. Okay, you make that the normal for a little kid, and then that's going to be the normal for them uh, till they're into their adulthood, and that's insidious. It's insidious and insipid, and it sucks. And if you're a teacher and you're doing that, you suck. How does that make you feel? You shouldn't be teaching. Doing that crap to little kids. And the little kids are the ones who are most likely not to get it. <laughs> you know, that's what's so screwed up about this whole thing. So there is no mask mandate. Stop forcing it on them. Uh, let's see. Uh, Daniel, how are you? Yes, sir. Hey, man, what's going on? Not much. I was listening to the last caller. My son goes to private school. It is optional. Uh, I tell him, hey, if you want to wear it, wear it. He goes, no, Dad, I don't want to wear it. He said, hey, if anybody asks you if you've gotten a shot, I tell them it's another business. And right. And if they continue, have them talk to me. My daughter goes to college, same thing. She goes uh, up in North Texas. You know, actually, matter of fact, she goes, Dad, it's not a big issue up there. I guess Good. less liberals going to school up there in Texas Tech. So Good. I'd heard that, and I see that all the time. I see these young kids walking around. I go, they they, they indoctrinate to wear those masks and it's a shame it is a complete shame it is because it's going to be around it's going to stick with them you know if you get them young enough no exactly i agree with you a thousand percent like i said i listen to you every morning my son he i take him to school and he listens to you he goes are we listening to <laughs> in the morning and he at a young age he already knows he you know he knows he sees people oh that's a liberal dad i could just tell by the <laughs> what a fine young man <laughs> You tell him Uncle Sean says he's cool. <laughs> I will, you know what? He'll be happy when I tell him that when I pick him up. But uh, I listen to you guys all the time. So does he? And my wife goes, "You're you're you're guiding him in the wrong way. He's gonna he's gonna be leaning to one particular way. I go, that's a smart way." <laughs> Excellent. But thank you so very much for what you do, and uh, God bless you. Take care. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that call. Yeah, your boy's cool. Again, I'm reminded that uh, uh, I've been here long enough. That people were kids when they started listening to it. That that young man's going to have Uncle Sean stuck at his noggin for the rest of his life. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> Where are we? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's Eric. Eric, how you doing? I'm doing great, Sean. Um, I want to play a game. I want uh, you, Don, and Chris to all uh, get in on this game of word scramble. This uh, new variant called Omicron. It is uh, this word that I want you to scramble these uh, letters. It begins with the letter M, and I'll give you a hint. It describes someone's intelligence or action. Moronic. You got it. it it's the same word. It's the same letters. <clears throat> you switch them around, you get the word moronic. All right. Have a great morning. <laughs> is that perfect? Thank you, man. Or if that's intentional. We'll tell these morons that this weak version of this freaking virus is threatening humanity, and then we can cheat another election because these people hate us and they're not going to vote for us. <laughs> Moronic. Yeah. 
Uh, one more. Here's Alex. Alex, how are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you for taking my call. I hope you guys and your family had a good Thanksgiving with little Jay running around. Jarvis. Yeah, we did. We did. Good. Listen, uh, on the, uh, I call it Comic-Con. No, I'm, I'm not. I, I don't believe anything that comes out of that old man that looks like Dennis the Menace's father <laughs> on the front of Mad Magazine. And w- w- one other thing, Sean, have you heard the story coming out where China and Russia are getting ready to take over Ukraine? And our pants are down with this old man. I want to see what's going to happen. We are in trouble. <laughs> supposed to happen this week sometime. Yeah, well, well it's, it's, it's not shocking, is it? One. It's not shocking. And no, the, not at all. You and, have a good day, sir. All right, you too, man. And the and Bye-bye. the problem is the, uh, this administration won't do a damn thing about it. The bad guys are on the march, man. The bad guys are on the march. 210-599-5555. I'll take one more here. Sam, how are you? Good morning, Uncle Sean. Oh, oh, wait. Uh, Sam, actually, can you hang? You, oh, oh, okay. You're just kidding. Never mind. Sam, uh, how you doing, man? What's on your mind? Oh, not much. Uh, hey, uh, don't be leaving pickles around. Hey, question. You're the one to ask because you just recently gave up smoking. How do you smoke and wear a mask at the same time? <laughs> you put the you put the cigarette in the mask. You put a little hole in it. <laughs> oh, you got a little hole there. <laughs> I got to go, man. I got to go. I appreciate the call, man. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? What's new and exciting? Well, again, this is a bit of a shocker. This is What I'm about to tell you is, is shocking. It'll shock you. But uh, apparently, uh, Marilyn Manson is a weirdo. And apparently not the fun kind. Uh, A bunch of, uh, let's see, FBI agents, I believe. Uh, Actually, it doesn't specify their FBI or who they are, but authorities in West Hollywood served a warrant on his mansion, his mansion. Uh, he wasn't there, but apparently they they busted on in and they uh, took some uh, media storage units and some hard drives. That, according to uh, TMZ, the hard drives will be reviewed before the case is submitted to the Los Angeles County District Attorney. Uh, he has been uh, accused of some pretty bizarre stuff by multiple women, including uh, his ex-fiancee. Uh, including uh, Game of Thrones act- actress uh, Esme Bianco. Uh, and there, it's uh, you're hearing words like rape, uh, degradating acts of sexual exploitation, manipulation, and psychological abuse. A, it's a Jane Doe who uh, alleged sexual assault. Uh, and it's pretty bad stuff. Uh, he, apparently he had uh, a recording booth in his home that was called the Naughty Girls Room, and he would lock people, he would lock women in there and not let them out. So, you know, he's, he's a weird dude, man. He, and if you see him, his name is, uh, what is his real name? Brian Warner. If you see him without all the, uh, the goth makeup on, he looks like a freaking nerd. He really does. Uh, and, uh, so I, you know, I, he looks like a guy that, and Rudy J from ESPN has joined What's up, us. Man? Hey, Who man. are you talking about? Oh, Marilyn Manson. Oh, I've never seen him without all that stuff. He, look at, look him up. Brian Warner okay. as, as what he looks like normally. He looks like a freaking dork. His name, that's his name? Brian Warner. Okay. And I think what's up with him is that his weird because I've never been a fan. I'm not into all that. Yeah, me neither. The, theatrical crap. Right. Uh, I you know I think maybe his inner weirdness. He manifested that through his his music and his performances, but apparently he really is a dark guy underneath all that stuff. Oh, so he looks like a dork, but he's really goth. Well, it, I know like what I'm legit. saying is that when you were growing up, did you ever notice that like the nerd in the room? 
sometimes turned out to be the weirdest person in the room. Yeah, always. That's what I mean. There's something weird about that guy. You look at him without yeah. the makeup on, Yeah. and it's like, you're that guy, aren't you? You're yeah. really messed up. Did he really have a rib removed? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Did he? Like Don Don knows why I'm like. La- I know Don. He's laughing because he knows I was. That was an urban legend. He removed a rib. That so he had a rib removed so he could. Um. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna go there. This is KTSA. We'll keep it professional. Nah, it's my show. Okay. Well, <laughs> he had a rib removed so he could take care of himself. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. No, wait a minute. How does that work? And you got to be flexible still, even if the oh, river. Oh God, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> so he could do that? Yeah. Oh God, the story gets better, right? We got to put him in the naughty girl room. Yeah, called jail. What a bizarre guy. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Chris is jumping around in there to try to make help me. Get, you know, Did understand. You understand? No, you understand I'm like, what, I'm like, what's Chris pissed off about? I don't. Know, he's jumping around in there like he's mad about something. And then I got it. Oh, rib removed. Oh. Weirdo. You know, like cats are double-jointed in the right, spine. Dude, I can take out three ribs. I still not going to be able to do that. <laughs> I just, God didn't hook me up. He didn't hook me up. <laughs> Yo, it's not you, enough ribs. I ain't got enough ribs to take out. You can take out my that. whole rib cage. Yeah, it's still it's, work, it's man. not going to happen. I just don't get down there very often anymore. <laughs> It's called like, getting older, man. Yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, okay, whatever. You know, at some point. I'm cool. Uh, well, you know what? At some point, uh, men sort of deserve that condition. Right. You, you got to look at it as a blessing. You know what I mean? Like, well, now I can go back to fishing, you know, reading books. Like not thinking about that all the time. You like know what I mean? Commercial. Well, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, well, I'm not thinking about that all the time now. So right. I can occupy my mind with other things. Yeah. Now, one other thing that we discussed when I went down the hall. I'm still laughing at that. Uh, chicken gate, we're calling it here. And it, was it fried chicken? It was a piece of KFC chicken, which okay. I love. Or maybe it was Chris, maybe it was Charches. I don't know Harrison, if it was are you, are you original or extra crispy? No, I like original. Okay. And I don't know why. I didn't want the whole thing, right? I just wanted a little goober of that wonderful tasting batter. How much I, did you tear off? Dude, there was a piece hanging off. I thought, well, that's about ready to fall off. I could just pluck that out of there. Nobody will know. And I did. It actually was more connected than I, than I thought. So it took like a big hunk of the chicken out. It looked like somebody. Have you seen the picture yet? No, Rob was trying to find. So did Rob post this? Like, hey, what's up? Did Rob actually post this no, five years I, ago? No, but I, I did it. And then as I'm walking back to the studio here, I hear Rob's voice go, oh, it's gross, man. Somebody took a bite out of the chicken. So I knew it was him. <laughs> We so, laughed about that on there for about five minutes after you left. Did you? Yeah. What's that? Where? Oh, there it is. See? That's the picture of it. Chris just brought it up. Wow. And I don't know. That could be Popeye's. It could be. but I so I, I don't know. I, I, I took a bit, bite, a bit of it. It looked like I took a bite out of it. Come on. Was it Popeye's? And then, uh, see that, come on, see that Jimmy's thing Why next to it? Why did you take the sandwich? That, no, that's a pickle oh. that I put on that plate after. What thinking, is, well, this will make everybody feel better. Yes. I gave up my pickle. <laughs> How do y'all deal with this all day? Hey, man, that is bad, Sean. I know. I'm Come so ashamed. On. You and, just want a little crust, though. I feel you. I'm a cruster. Yeah, I just, like a little, I just want a, little, cru- a little, little crust action there. But it was funny when I came down the hall to talk to you guys. You I about asked it? Rob if he remembered that. He's like, yes, I do. And he actually had a tinge of anger in his, in his voice. <laughs> Yes, I do remember that. I'm like, it was me. Because hey, was man, Popeyes. you know what? Prosper, you coming clean, man. You stand up, dude. Because <laughs> you could have took that to the grave. Well, no, I, I've been talking about do it. Do you feel better? No, I don't care either way. You know, it's radio. It's you know, we were like seagulls, man. I'm just saying, we've been talking about it on KTSA for five years. But wow. I didn't know Rob didn't know it was me. No, he didn't. So it was funny that he remembered yeah, that, Yeah, and when we went to break, he was like, it was Sean. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it was. He came clean. <laughs> You've been pardoned. You've since been pardoned. It's I've cool. been cleansed of my sin. And you know what's crazy? Someone still ate it. Because we're savages <laughs> in radio. We are, man. We're That's... savages, man. Like, we see free food. We go all in. We forage. Yeah, so someone still ate that. Someone probably did. <clears throat> I don't know. Probably about the, the sales department. I don't know about the pickle. 
pickle probably just went in the can. Yeah. I'm not a pickle guy. I know that's the San Antonio thing. Pour a bunch of junk on it and eat it. That's not me. No, nah, I'm not into pickles either. No. So. Rudy anyway, J, my ESPN man. Morning Show with Rob Thompson. Love y'all. Love you too, man. Monday through Friday from 7 to 10. Check it out on the Sports Star. Uh, I have uh, I have been cleansed of my sin. Now I can go on. With Chris is shaking his head. What? I guess that was really bad, though. Well, I'm just, you know, I don't know what you, I was you thinking You single-handedly at created a, a large controversy. I just think it's funny as hell that Rob went around for five years with that in his head, and he still remembered it. Right. Every time there was food on the table, he kept walking. And, that's right. That. And didn't oh, know wait. it was me. Right. Well, you know, in five years, I had thought, oh, yeah, it was just a little piece. And then the picture, no, that was a big piece of... It looks like yeah, somebody... Yeah, you made it sound like it was a crumb. The way well, you've no, been no. talking all all these years. No, oh, I took no. a little piece of the what? of the of the top off there, and it was no big deal. No, man, there's a bite missing from that. <laughs> what piece I of said chicken. was there was not a bite. What I said was there was a hunk of batter that looked like it was barely hanging on, like a pickle-sized piece of chicken. Oh my it god! Is. So I thought I could just pluck that off the chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get it? Uh, and and it, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be able to tell that it was ever there. But that wasn't the case. There was some sinew still attached to the <laughs> sinew <laughs> to the goober of batter. And he's right; it was Popeyes. So was that, Popeyes. that alone there takes it up a notch. You know, you yeah. went from misdemeanor to felony. Yeah, yeah I don't think Popeyes is that great. I, I'm, a, I'm a church's around, guy. Around here, it is. well, I'm a church's guy, man. All right, two one zero. Church, church isn't going to help you in this case, right? <sighs> you can spend a lot of time there. Oh God! Two one zero five nine nine. Is that the uh, what crappy thing have you done at work? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Give me a call. <laughs> You've already forgiven yourself, and you haven't say hail marys, leave a pickle. All this I'm fine. My soul's clean. Okay, well, not really, but it's clean of that. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. How are y'all doing? Phone lines are open 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Whatever the hell you want to talk about. Here's Gilbert. Gilbert, how are you? Gilbert. Yes, sir. Hey, what's going on, Gilbert? I've been listening to you uh, for a while now. Uh I've had a friend of mine. He did pass away from the COVID. Right. And somebody brought up this point. 99% of the people who passed away on COVID were not vaccinated. That that made me think. And now, as far as the mask is concerned, if one child is saved by the mask, do you think it's worth it? I think there is absolutely no science backing up that the mask prevents anything. Well, there's a lot of dead people who could testify. No, that's that's not evidence that you're for the masks. Dead people? Okay. No, it's not. No, oh, listen to yourself. No, you listen to yourself. Okay, the fact that people have passed from this virus are people who have passed from the virus with the vaccine. There's no evidence that the mask itself prevents you from getting the back, uh, from getting the COVID. There's no evidence. no evidence. Do you remember? No, there's not. Do you remember the beginning of this thing? What Fauci used to say about the masks? Uh-huh. What do you say? There's a lot of rhetoric about it. But no, no. What did Fa- you just said? You remember what Fauci said? What did he say? It would help prevent. The no, threat. that's not what he said. In the okay, very beginning. In the very beginning, Fauci said we shouldn't encourage people to wear the masks because it encourages them to touch their face, which is how you spread it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, well, you, I, I'm just making that up, huh? No, no, I don't say him that. But what I'm saying is, uh, as far as the vaccines are concerned, I believe it does help. Well, I'm sure it does. That doesn't mean it cures it or keeps you from getting it. Apparently not. Uh, but apparently you're not going to pass away from it, are we? Apparently you're just trying to be a jerk. Okay. Thank you, Ryan. You been drinking, man? Oh, hung up. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. 
There's a Biden voter for you. Probably a Beto voter, too. 210-599-5555. Steve wants to talk about Marilyn Manson being a creep. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well, sir. The mask is damaging multiple upon multiple upon multiple children. Yeah, I agree. That guy that just called needs to understand that. That mask is destroying children's lives, and it's going to have vast and long-lasting psychological effects on on our children, our freaking children. They're doing this. It's child abuse. Yep, it's, it's, I agree. It's horrific what they're doing to these kids. With the, concerning the Marilyn Manson thing, you know, I, I have a little problem with this whole thing. Let's just say you're, you're, you're going on a blind date. You don't know who this guy is. His name is Joe Smith, okay? He tells you on the phone or on the Internet, you haven't seen him. My name's Joe Smith, but I go by the name Marilyn Manson. <laughs> I'm a guy, but I call myself Marilyn, and my last name I go by is Manson. I mean, if you don't know the Manson name, and then you show up at the guy's front door, and the guy opens up, and he looks like he looks, and he calls himself Marilyn Manson. And you decide, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and hang out with this guy for several years. <laughs> You're right. I mean, I, I, it's kind you of a know, thought I had in my I head. Mean, and, then, and, then, <clears throat> and then four or five years, several years after you've played Marilyn Manson with this guy for I don't know how many years, now you have a problem? Well, I mean, if he if he raped somebody, allegedly, and if he physically assaulted somebody, okay, he could have done that maybe without warning. He's definitely a creep. But these are people who are in, some of these people were in long-term relationships with him. And that's a little hard to believe, I mean, as far as why they would do that. I, I believe he's prob- he probably is a creep. But I, I believe that he probably gets women to stay in relationships with him because he kind of plays that gothy, vampiric card that, well, this is just how I am, you know. And maybe it takes him a while to realize it. But a lot of them, yeah, have been in long-term relationships with him, and I, I don't really get that. I, I don't either. I'm, I'm, I'm just floored by it. But you said he raped some woman. Okay, so. Allegedly, if yeah. You get ra- if, if you get raped. You report it. Yeah. You know, if I get my car gets stolen, I report it. If I get assaulted, I report it. If if you get raped, you, you report it. Not not four years later after the relationship is over. Right. You know, it, it it took more than one guy. It takes two to play these games. There's a lot of adult games being played out there, and. And I just, I, I'm trying to wrap my head around it, but I'm, I'm looking at a picture of this guy. He calls himself Marilyn Manson, right. and he says, come on in, let's play house. And you go in and play house for several years, and then now? Right. You know, I kind of had that thought. That's a fair point to bring up. Because, again, yeah. he denies all this stuff. So, you know, it could be maybe some folks looking for a financial payoff. I don't know. So everybody, all, you men out there, you, you better be careful, because if you got some woman telling you, hey, I want you to paint yourself orange and run around the house naked three times, and you do it, you could be sued for that several years later. Right. You know, that's all, right. all I'm saying. That's a fair point, Steve. I appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. All right, you take care. We'll see how the investigation pans out. We'll see if he's got any weird stuff on his hard drives and, and things. It'll, we'll, we'll know more probably in the next few weeks. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back, News Talk 550 KTSA. You know, Steve brought up a really great point that I want to kind of put back out there. You know, we, we, we get upset when we see guys like Kyle Rittenhouse who are tried in the public, you know, and the, the mob tries him. The crowd uh, just determines what's real and what's not, whether he's guilty or not guilty. And we rail against that stuff. And, you know, with Marilyn Manson, you know, really, we don't know. I, I don't know. I really, you know, that's a fair point, and I'm glad he brought it up. Because we see what a weird guy he is, and we just assume, right, well, this stuff must be true. But what if it isn't? If it's not true, and he's really just being accused of stuff by pissed-off ex-girlfriends and employees then aren't we kind of doing the same thing they did the uh, maybe on a different scale but aren't we doing the same thing they tried to do to Kyle Rittenhouse so i'm glad steve thanks for bringing that up 
Because you know what? Somebody needed to say that. We we just don't know. With with the Manson thing, we really don't know. Now, if it comes out that through the investigation that the guy's actually a creep and an assaulter, well, then he, he deserves justice. But, you know, let's not be the folks, even in this case with a weird guy like that, let's not be the people who determined what Kyle Rittenhouse's uh, guilt or innocence was before an investigation or before uh, a trial or any of that stuff. Uh, uh, thank you, Steve. That's a that's a great point. Uh, here's Charles. Charles, how you doing? How's it going today, Sean? Pretty good, uh, man. What are you thinking? I wondered, uh, two two points I want to make up with with somebody that's a 35 year practitioner in my family and deals with a lot of death because the the specialty that they're in is kidney dialysis transplant. Right. And they've been seeing a lot of this COVID going down. What they're seeing, and this is just their opinion, what they're seeing is that a lot of people that have been dying from it, even though they're vaccinated, are diabetics. Diabetics oh, wow. who don't, who don't ca- take care of themselves. Wow. Or people that are getting it are diabetics. And they're not reporting that because they're afraid if they report that, then people are going to stop you know, inoculating themselves, you know, because they can say, I'm not diabetic. I don't have to worry about it. Right. Because, you know, there's people out there that are not diabetics that are like 400 pounds and they're not getting it. <laughs> That's you know? interesting. And that, the other well, you know, to... because, you know, in other words, they've got a comorbid morbidity uh, that makes that gives them a weakened system to begin with. And yeah. and then they contract this. And uh, and, and really, it's a combination of the two. Diabetes is a silent killer. It, it starts killing you very, very slowly. Mm. Your limbs can go, anything can go. But anyway, uh, Marilyn Manson, Lady Gaga, what do you think? <laughs> There's a hookup. <laughs> a, hook, a, a hookup of weird, man. <laughs> I'd like to see the offspring from them. No, I don't know if I would. It might probably be the Antichrist. Marilyn Gaga. <laughs> Marilyn Gaga. <laughs> Thank you, man. But that's in my opinion. All right, man. Appreciate it. Well, you know, he's right. In diabetes, and I'm pre-diabetic, so I have to really start watching stuff. My brother had diabetes really bad, and he actually had – people don't know this, that when you have severe diabetes – you yeah your limbs start dying you can you're, you actually go gangrenous uh and they have to remove stuff uh once it starts to die it's insidious in fact i need to probably go get checked and uh, uh and make sure that i'm uh you know haven't gone over to the other side as it were so we'll you, see you learn how important your toes are when when you ha- when they have to be removed you know absolutely 2105995555 uh, you got a couple of minutes here. I feel go- I feel good that I did fess up finally to Rob about the chicken thing after five years. I and plus it makes me feel like an old fart. I can't believe I've I've been here twice as long as that. God, man! But five years of holding that in, even though I talked about it at length on KTSA, <laughs> and even though I posted about it several times. It was good because I know it was Rob who said, that's gross. Because you can't mistake his voice. Everyone heard it, yeah. Everyone heard it. And it was me. So you, you feel like a great gob of crust has been lifted off of you? A great goober of crust has been lifted off my soul. Chris, I can sleep easier tonight when I lay my head down to, to, to sleep, perchance to dream. Perchance to dream of church's cheeking. I might got paid. I might have to get some George's Church's chicken tonight, huh? I got one right down the road. I could walk to my Church's chicken if I wanted to. I don't, but I could. Because I love, and you know what? It's actually, it, it, depending on what sides I get, it's actually low sodium. Their their chicken does not have a high sodium level. So I can actually nosh on that stuff. Room for extra goobers. R- room for extra goobers. Could you throw some extra goobers on that? No, no, I meant I meant batter. Why are you picking your nose? And uh sorry. <laughs> pick a good pick a good make sure it ain't still connected. And uh I like their fried okra. I think that's my favorite side they got. That fried okra that they got is superior. So we'll see. We'll see. We got about a minute and a half here if you want to call up and Scream and yell about something. 210 599 
210-599-5555. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad we got that out about the Manson thing. Now, again, it, you know, is it likely that maybe he's a real weirdo? It's Perhaps. Because it's more than a few women, like, accusing him of this stuff. And they all kind of say the same thing. But, again, that ain't proof. They still have to investigate. And they still have to, and if he's guilty of a crime, they have to charge him with it. And he has a presumption of innocence. Then his lawyer and the prosecutor duke it out. And if, he found, if he's found guilty, well, then he, whatever punishment comes along with that is what he should receive. So what you're saying is you want to see proof of the naughty girl room. <laughs> Maybe I want one. <laughs> my wife would lock my ass in there. If there was one, if there was one chamber or space in our home where you could lock somebody in there and they couldn't get out, you don't think my ass would be in there? Are you kidding me? My my poor wife. <laughs> She has to live with me. All right, that's going to just about do it for the show. Uh, if you want to email me, I got a few emails today. And I do, I don't respond to every email, but I do read them all. So if you want, unless you send me like 30, you know, then I'll probably read one or two. Uh, we love hate mail. So if you hate my stinking guts, please send me an email. Sean at KTSA.com. Sean at KTSA.com. Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer. Rudy J. and Don Morgan and my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you later. Bye.